guys, I'm Carrington. And I'm Nathaniel. And welcome to the second episode of the Caranel Talks Lifestyle Podcast. This week we have a special guest, Kate Haydari, who's on the Student Sustainability Council here on campus. She's here to talk about environmentalism and sustainability. Hey guys, just want to take a second to shout out our sponsor, Pops Resale. They're Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky's source for used and new vinyl records, vintage clothing, old school video games, and plenty of really cool retro stuff for the house. They are way different than a typical mall store and they're super fun, so go check them out. Okay, Kate, could you please introduce yourself to our audience? Yes, hello, I'm Kate Hidari, and I'm a junior natural resources and environmental science major. And I'm also an intern with the Office of Sustainability and Director of Operations for the Student Sustainability Council. That's a lot. Could you like explain all of your roles and stuff? Yeah, so my main role for the SSC is Director of Operations, like I said. And so what that entails is that I set up the meetings and communicate with grant applicants. And then I run the meetings during the meetings, so. It sounds exciting. So what exactly is the Sustainability Council? So the Student Sustainability Council is a sponsored student organization and it's made up of undergraduate and graduate students. And we manage the distribution of the environmental stewardship fee, which is a $4 fee that students pay um, as part of their tuition. And so that gives us about a quarter million dollars to distribute towards sustainability related projects on campus. Um, so every other week we review grant proposals submitted by students, faculty and staff, and then we decide how to allocate those funds. That's really cool. That's super organized. I like did not know that was on campus. I'm like really interested right now. <laughs> That's a lot of money. It is. Oh yeah, that is. <laughs> That's a lot. I didn't even know I paid that fee to be honest. But... <laughs> mm-hmm. So what are some things that the SSC is actively doing on campus right now? Like I said, the SSC primarily meets just to review grant proposals. So I kind of think our biggest contribution to campus stems from the proposals that we fund. And there are some that we fund every year, like um, the Urban Forest Initiatives Tree Week or the Solar Car or the, um, we just funded a proposal for a conference that's hosted by the Association for the Advancement of Sustainability in Higher Education. But we also fund a lot of cool individual projects, like student research projects, for example. I'm trying to think of some good ones. Um, Last year, we funded a proposal where um, the money would end up subsidizing certification registration fees. So like if a student wanted to get a sustainability certification in their field that cost like $300, uh, they could have that, they could apply to have that cost waived through that program. So The SSC is involved in kind of a lot of projects, so you'll see us indirectly all over campus and sometimes on campus too, because we do a lot of tabling events and you'll see us around. That's cool. Could you like talk about why you wanted to like join and like why you wanted to like take on the role that you did with the council? So my freshman year at UK, uh, I was, this was during COVID, so I had a lot of free time on my hands and I was looking for ways to get involved. And so I ended up becoming the sustainability coordinator for the Student Government Association. And I was working with, at the time, the director of sustainability for student government, his name was Cameron Luker, and he was the director of development for the Student Sustainability Council. And so he um, helped me become the SGA representative to the council. And so I started serving from then on. So 
and I really enjoyed it. So I stayed and um, then he ended up being director of operations. So I really looked up to him and wanted to follow in his footsteps. So you, you are an intern mm -hmm. and you're also a director or is that the same thing? Yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll just start by explaining the program. So the Student Sustainability Council, the SSC, is a, like I said, a sponsored student organization. So um, it's student run and we help distribute funding towards sustainability. And then the internship is a separate program. It's called the Sustainability Internship Program or SIP. And that's run through the Office of Sustainability. And so in that program, we have about 15 positions where students can work with different operational areas on campus. So like recycling, transportation, dining, honestly, like whatever you would be interested in. Um, and then you work to help further sustainability in those areas. Wow, I didn't know so comprehensive. There's a lot of positions. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to get involved. Really cool. So can you talk about how interested students might be able to get involved with the SSC? Yeah, so for the SSC, it's a selective process and we hold um, our largest elections in the spring. So you can either serve on the SSC as an at-large member, which means you just submit a resume and cover letter to us, and then we'll review it based on some criteria like dedication to sustainability, passion, knowledge, uh, academic criteria. And then you can also serve as a organization representative. And so we have a list of organizations that are members, and then those organizations will pick someone to serve as their rep. So that's the best way to get involved with the SSC. Uh, we do hold midterm elections at the end of the fall semester because sometimes we have students who uh, aren't able to serve that semester or end up leaving. So uh, if you're interested, definitely check in the fall and spring. That's cool. Could you tell us about your major and if you have a minor? Yes, I would love to talk about my major because I really <laughs> love it. Um, like I said, I'm a natural resources and environmental science major and we call it NRES. Um, and it's just a really dynamic interdisciplinary degree and it's housed in the College of Agriculture, Food and the Environment. Um, and it just has a lot of components that prepare you for a variety of careers. I know a lot of students who just go into like totally different fields, but we're all prepared from this major. So um, one component or the first component is that we pick two focus areas, um, an analytic area and an environmental area. So my analytic area is economic and policy analysis. And then my environmental area is human dimensions and natural resource planning. And then you take nine hours worth of credits in each. And then another component of the program is that we do what we call summer camp, um, which is a field experience, a summer field experience uh, that you do either in UK's research forest, Robinson Forest, or you can go to Costa Rica through education abroad. And then uh, we do research, either research or internship for credit. And then we also do a senior capstone project. So a lot goes into the program, but that's what I think makes it so impactful. And it's not a super big major either. So you get to know your peers and professors pretty well. And it's great in terms of networking and receiving individualized attention. So I would highly recommend looking into the major for anyone just coming to UK because I was a transfer student as well. Well, where did you transfer from? Shoot, I shouldn't have said that because I meant transferred into the major, not transferred to you. Oh. So why did you change your major? Uh, well, I changed my major because of the same story I was just telling about uh, SGA, because I started off doing SGA as an economics major because I was convinced I wanted to go to law school and 
that economics would help me on the LSAT. And I guess I just didn't really know what I wanted to do. So after getting involved with SGA sustainability and the SSC, I realized that my passion really was in natural resources and sustainability. So I ended up switching my major. What's your plan with that? Like, do you want to go to school? That's a good question. Um, I definitely want to pursue some sort of grad school, but that's definitely going to depend on what I want to do in the future. Um, I'm definitely interested in policy, which is, like I said, is one of my focus areas. So maybe I'll pursue a master's in public administration or something, because I've known people who graduated from NRES who uh, got, you know, government jobs working in sustainability. So I'd definitely be interested in that. That sounds cool. Are there any specific grad schools that are like good for your major? Like I said, it kind of depends on what you want to do, because a good part about NRES is you can get it as an undergraduate degree and then pursue kind of whatever you want in grad school because sustainability fits into a lot of different areas. So like I said, you could get a MPA or you could get an MBA. Um, and then I've known people too who go on and get sustainability specific degrees. But to answer your question, I know University of Arizona has some good programs in sustainability, but I'd have to probably do more research, honestly. So getting more into the environment, what are some environmentally friendly practices you like to do daily? Well, I do a lot of kind of small, more everyday things like trying not to eat meat as often. I'm almost vegetarian. I eat meat maybe once or twice a week. Um, I try to ride my bike a lot, especially if I'm going somewhere near my house or on campus. I just think for the average person, sustainability is about those little things and just trying to reduce your impact in everyday activities. Um, and I also just try to turn the lights off when I can or use less water washing the dishes or showers, things like that. Things that we've been told our whole lives, you know. So nothing too extreme, like the people I see on TikTok or like you have to make your own clothes and well, you- Well, I mean, I do think that's good, but um, especially working at UK, um, which is, you know, a big institution, I definitely think that there is more negative environmental impact coming out of institutions. And that's what we need to work on. Not to say that we shouldn't be doing things ourselves, but um, yeah. we individually might not be as big of a problem. Well, kind of like going off of that, could you talk about like climate change and like the fear mongering behind it? And like, if you think there's a lot, like, cause that's like a really hot topic today. Okay, I want to start off by saying I'm not exactly, you know, an authority when it comes to making claims about climate change. Um, but there's definitely a lot of science out there to support the fact that it's real and it is an immediate threat, especially depending on where in the world you live, because you can just look at the news um, and see that we're already being impacted by the effects of climate change, like the particularly bad wild wildfires and heat waves in the uh, US West or the global sea rise due to glacial melt or rivers drying up and depleting water resources. So those are just all examples of how people living in those affected areas are already experiencing the impacts of climate change. Um, and I definitely think it's immediate. The UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change or the IPCC, their most recent report projected that in the next 20 years will exceed 1.5 degrees Celsius of uh, warming and at that point you'll start to see even more significant impacts on ecosystems and human health and safety um, but considering that information i wouldn't 
classify media that's presenting accurate climate change information as fear-mongering. Um, it's just that we're being faced with some tough decisions about the future and how our actions as a society are contributing to the issue and people don't always like that. And so I think that's why some people perceive climate change news as fear-mongering because it is scary. Hard to accept reality definitely. for a lot of us. So I know you said there's like little things you can do throughout the day, but can you think of anything students can do to live more sustainably on campus? Definitely. Um, so obviously recycling is a good place to start, but um, I think I should note that the rules do vary depending whether you live on or off campus. UK has different rules than the city of Lexington. So that's definitely something to check out if you're looking into recycling more. And uh, UK's website and the city of Lexington's website has infographics that can show you what's recyclable and what's not. And then also things just like using reusable items like grocery bags, cups, straws, things like that. Um, and then if you live off campus or in a house, I would suggest starting a compost pile. Um, I would definitely do that if I had a yard but because uh, 70 70 percent of all u.s waste is compostable and so a lot of the food scraps or yard waste could just be put in that compost pile and then a really big one i would say is just to try to shop sustainably especially in terms of clothing um, i would start by just trying not to buy too many clothes or wearing the things i already have and then if you do buy new clothes either maybe try to buy them secondhand or steer away from fast fashion if you can how is UK when it comes to like being sustainable and environmentally friendly? I honestly think UK is one of the more forward thinking universities when it comes to sustainability. In 2017, we came out with our first sustainability strategic plan, which kind of was an overview of what we thought we could do to improve our sustainability practices as a university. And then we're also a tree campus, which is a certification given by the Arbor Day Foundation, meaning that we have a really a good tree canopy. And we're also a bicycle friendly university, which is um, an award given by the League of American Bicyclists. And then another reason why I think we're a pretty sustainable campus is that we entered into a solar agreement with KU recently. And so starting around 2025, we're going to be getting about a third of our power from solar. Where will the solar panels be at? I think they're going to build it around Paducah. So it's a farm and we're just going to be purchasing okay, so part of it. Not like they're going to add them to the roof mm -hmm. of any building. We do have some on the roofs. I know oh, really? um, around Anderson, the engineering buildings, oh, there's some yeah. on top of there. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm not sure if you can see them. I can't I remember you, if you I can. I think you can from the right angle. Yeah. And there's more around, but. So where do you see UK in about 10 years regarding sustainability? It's actually really cool that you asked that question because I spent this last summer working on UK's new sustainability strategic plan, which is going to take us out until 2030. And I can't say a ton yet about our specific goals because we haven't made them available to the public yet, but uh, the document's going to be based on five guiding principles this time, as opposed to being based more on operational area in the last strategic plan. And so those five guiding principles are to make the pursuit of our sustainability goals an integral part of the student experience, to decarbonize our campus operations, to become a zero waste campus, to model environmental excellence, and then to reinforce UK's commitment to justice, diversity, equity, and inclusion.
And so I'm hoping that in 10 years, UK will have made significant process or progress toward these goals because we think that these ideas are really fundamental in promoting sustainability on campus. I didn't know we had like goals and that you yeah. made the goals. That's very official, like government it documentation. Signed by the president. Mm -hmm. Confidential Eli. Signed by Eli. Eli. Mm -hmm. oh my God. Okay. I thought that the zero waste was an interesting like yeah. point especially because like I see waste so much around campus like it's so bad that is probably going to be one of the more difficult points to achieve because technically the definition of zero waste isn't 100 percent diversion mm -hmm. um it's nine it's a I think it's around 90 because it's almost impossible to truly get rid of all the waste yeah so that's really what our goal will be segueing how do you think that the u.s has done when it comes to sustainability versus like other countries i'm gonna start off by saying this is my personal opinion mm -hmm. not affiliated with uk in any way but i'm not super satisfied with how we're doing um well for, so first of all americans live much more extravagantly than many other people in the world and that contributes to our large climate footprint well, you know the saying that you always hear where we would need five Earths worth of resources if everyone lived like the average American. So like the size of our houses, our, the cars we drive, our long showers, uh, just things that we're used to using that people in other countries don't use as much of a lot of the time. Um, and then another fundamental problem with our system is that we function on a highly linear economy meaning that you know items we buy begin with resource extraction and end with disposal which is usually into landfills. And so some other countries like the Netherlands are really striving to create more of a circular economy where items are created sustain sustainably, made well as to prevent things like plant obsolescence, and then ultimately put back into the system through things like recycling, composting, or repurposing. And so I think that's something we should really be shooting for, even though it seems like it'd be hard to achieve. Mm -hmm. um, and then finally, one of my biggest qualms with our system currently is that our legislature is so hesitant to pass significant climate legislation. Meanwhile, fossil fuel and auto lobbyists are spending huge amounts of money to prevent progress. So I also think that we would really benefit from stricter lobbying regulations. And so, and that's not to say good things aren't happening in the US, but it seems like it's more often at local and state levels. And so I would like to see some greater action at the federal level. Can you talk about Tree Week? I know that it's basically a week-long week-long event that um, includes like tree plantings, hikes, some educational programs for kids and adults, I think. Yeah, I did a program with Ufi called Tree Cats and it was about a month-long program where we would meet to, and they would bring in guest speakers to talk about different aspects of trees like tree disease, tree management, things like that. And then the program ended out with us doing kind of a small research project based on trees. So mine was about how uh, tree species differs between historical neighborhoods and new neighborhoods or, you know, the age and the height and the health and things like that. It was a really good program. Yeah. So do you have a favorite tree? Hmm. I feel like it'd have to be a sycamore tree, American sycamore. sycamore. Tree. Yes, classic. Yeah, they got the classic. pretty white bark, you know. Yeah, for sure. I like them. I really like willow trees because I like the way that they droop and stuff. They're pretty. They're so pretty. I feel like you know, like you don't see enough of them around. Well, I told you my don't. 
and he complained to me he was like no you don't want a willow tree because their roots go grow so wide you can't have them next to a house because it'll crack the foundation apparently i did not know that apparently that's why we don't have willow trees in our backyard (laughs) because i asked for one and he said no what are some of your hobbies you know that's like been my least favorite question ever since i was (laughs) a kid because i can't say that school is my only hobby that's bad i like to hike obviously but that's like a very stereotypical answer for an nres major but i do i really like to hike and camp what are your favorite hiking camping places like what's your top three okay well i mean you got to say the red river gorge if you're from here of course let me think because i don't get to go out and hike or camp much outside of this area during the school year pisgah perhaps yes nathaniel and i have been to pisgah on fall break camping where's that North Carolina, mm-hmm. Western side of Ash. I'm from North Carolina. That's so oh, cool. Oh, I about that. His guy. Okay. Yeah, camped on Black Balsam Knob, and you've camped on him. Oh, I don't remember. Max Patch. Max Patch. Max Patch. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. A third place. Out west. That's true. I feel like yeah, that's not a place I camp often, no. obviously, but. Yeah, so Nathaniel and I actually took a road trip with some of our friends, I guess two summers ago now. Yeah. Um, out west. So we've done we did a lot of camping out there, um, like Badlands and Rockies, Yellowstone. It's a very That's cool. Talk about that. How was oh, what were yeah, the parks we, like? Yeah, well, so we went to I think everyone's favorite park almost was Arches oh, National sure. Park in Moab. Definitely. We stayed in a really nice little Airbnb ran by these two ladies who had like chickens. It was great. Mm -hmm. Um, And so one day we woke up at like 2 a.m. and drove into the park to look at the stars. And that was like the craziest thing I've ever seen because you could actually see the kind of like the Milky Way to an extent. That sounds so cool. It was really cool. And the arch itself, like the arch was not underwhelming. Yeah, delicate arch, it's crazy. It was cool. Then that same day we like woke up later and like went to a swimming hole like it's a really it's just a really cool place and like being from Kentucky it's just a totally yeah. different landscape but it's pretty it's oh, still yeah. pretty it is definitely pretty uh so I think that's it for this week's episode and for more information about the student sustainability council you can find us at uky underscore ssc on instagram thanks for listening guys and our next episode will be the fashion podcast enjoy and have a good week Done. Boom.